Let's know. Hi, everybody. We're here. I, I, we were having a pre-podcast talk, but now I'm learning. Sure. Things. Hello. This is Bowling JD of the Red Leaf Retrocast. Everyone clap. Yay, JD. Who was sleepy because he was up <laughs> apparently watching Stardom last night. Which by, I don't, some of it, yeah. I don't know if everyone knows what Stardom is, but I guess we'll start there and then maybe introduce yourself. I don't know. We we got sure. Moment. I have a feeling there's going to be some wrestling talk. Oh, there, <laughs> we already started, but I want to know more. <laughs> so Stardom is the top women's promotion in Japan. Yes. They uh, make like 1.2 million dollars a month. They're I've increased. That's a lot. It's like five times. Yeah. They're mm. they're they're big. They. They got bought out a couple of years ago before the pandemic by the same company that owns New Japan. Well, the right. point is, they're trying new things. Right. And they're growing. And they're doing everything they can to gain an audience. Well, one of them was this genius move called Stardom and Showcase. Mm-hmm. And even fans were like, I don't know what that is. They said it's going to be a separate like entity from the main Stardom shows. Right. So... I've been comparing it because now they have three. They have like a development show, the main one, and now this one. So it's like, okay, so you got WCW Nitro, you got Thunder, and Saturday Night. (laughs) I never got what Thunder was, but I also wasn't watching at the time. Thunder was a show where all the young guys went and uh, it wasn't canon, essentially. Okay. (laughs) Because WCW was dumb. (laughs) That they are. So, fair. Well, the other description is that uh, the showcase is going to be like all wacky gimmick matches mm-hmm. and light shows and it's this whole thing, different vibe presentation. Uh, I interpret it all as they're going to do like a few shows, see what sticks, and then they'll start incorporating that. I was like, okay, it makes sense. Keep it separate so you don't like chase off your audience. Yes. Uh, well, so the show was uh, today, uh, at like 3 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And one of these matches is really uh, getting a lot of attention online because, let's see, they had like a coffin match in the main event. And this coffin was like massive, like comically big. Okay. (laughs) And the coffin for like a, I always think like big beefy guys when I think coffin matches though. No, no, tiny Japanese women. (laughs) Uh, Obviously, The Undertaker's greatest threat. Tiny, small (laughs) Japanese women. Yeah. So, so who won? Uh, there was like an I quit match. There was a Falls Count Anywhere match. Well, the one that's getting the buzz is called the Cosmic Angels Rules Match. You're like, what is that? And Stardom was very adamant to saying, we'll tell you the rules at the pay-per-view. Great. Great. Okay. Well, it was put on by two women that uh, used to be models of sorts oh. before their wrestling days. And then they had third person who was also like a former actress or at least trying to be mm-hmm. it was like a three-way and uh immediately your mind should start getting dirty from here uh because it's japan uh it's no japan. because when you say three-way you go oh yes because I, well i am a 12 year old child so yes that <laughs> makes sense to me yeah well the story of the match was put out in line where the two models were doing like a bikini shoot with beer, like promoting alcohol. Okay. And one of them was hogging the camera and they start going, your boobs are in the way, but yeah, but mine are better. You like, you wish you had like knockers like me and that kind of shit. And 
they start fighting Jesus. and grabbing each other. It's it's like straight out of late nineties Attitude Era Russo, like that nonsense, right? Great. So it's like, oh yeah, well we'll have a Cosmic Angels rules match, and then this third person's also there, and she she put on the persona like, what am I doing here? She was mm-hmm. frowny face like the whole time, and the ref has a box in the ring. It's like cardboard, and there's strings hanging out of it. Okay, grab the string, and then he'll reveals it, and whatever the string is attached to, that's your, you get what's in the box. Well, like, big-ass, awesome, comical super soakers were in the box. Of course they were, because it's a Japanese ladies wrestling match. Well, this one anyways. Well, yeah. This is almost as weird as, like, the San Francisco 49ers match, which makes no sense anyway. Sure, yeah, yeah, or, you know, Coal, coal miners on a glove match, those on a pole matches with Viagra, like all these wacky things that wrestling comes up with that are. Uh, so, anyways, um, like I said, they're trying new things. Uh, see what sticks, what doesn't. This one means. is just so out there. Uh, oh, by the way, mm-hmm. these women wrestlers have bikinis on, but they have like fancy white t shirts over it all. Okay. Does any of this sound familiar? Sounds like attitude era bullshit. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. I'm hoping most of these matches were put on by the wrestlers and their ideas and they're seeing what works. I mean, it'll it'll captivate an audience. It, it'll it'll get something. And so they have super soakers, white t shirts, bikinis on underneath, and it's also a wrestling match. Yeah, yeah, there might be wrestling involved at some point in there. So I will admit there are moments where I was laughing hysterically right? because it's just so absurd at times. Um, <laughs> like that is when, the, a... when one of them came over and the ref's counting to pin and she just super soakers the ref and he like gets out of the ring and she's still shooting at him. I laughed at that. I mean, that is an effective tactic to get somebody to stop counting a pin. Yes. Yeah. So. Uh, they have the, the super soakers. They like, look at each other, they have it like they have, like, real guns, and they're, like, looking at each other around the ring, and they're slow, and they're, like, I'll shoot. No, you shoot. (laughs) That kind of shit. If wrestling's fake, explain this, please. Thank you. Yeah, right. It's it's exactly that. And then, um, over the course of the match, you know, their t-shirts get wet, they're ripping the shirts off. Family-friendly entertainment. PG. Very, very, oh, it is definitely not PG. (laughs) Oh, come on now. Very, very sexual. <laughs> and uh, one of them, the one with the uh, the biggest breasts, if you will, uh, embraced showing it. And she was very much so she's like flaunting for the camera. And then the one, so the one girl that like shot the ref with the super circus, she just comes over and boots her in the face real hard while the camera. Was, so you just see a foot come out of nowhere and she flies into her. This is the most chaotic. This is one match. This is just one match. Yeah. This is the most chaotic description of a match I've ever heard in my life, by the way. Yeah, it's it's wild. Um, and the match, you'd never guess how it ends, but guess anyways. Uh, I'm going to guess as somebody's pinning, the super soaker gets shot into the mouth of the person either being pinned or pinned, and whatever happens ends up reversing the decision. Ah, uh, that did sounds I, funny. Uh, did I guess it? I do, I, do, I do like your imagination. I actually thought it was on pretty well. Please tell me I was right. No, oh. uh, the one with the biggest breast loses her top. Of course, I didn't in the think match. of that. Right, a towel goes on her, and they deem it a no contest. Okay, Eva Marie, that's some bullshit. Like, 
this is the runs down and up the ramp with a towel on and yeah this is this is chaos this is one match this is one match yeah great love okay so i'm so glad that this promotion (laughs) i really love and recommend to people uh decided to do this and i'm sure it will not go viral online yeah no there's probably be a gif i see of that um there's going to be a lot of wrestling today by the way because there's big wrestling news i mean i can uh let's see here i'm going to are you gonna find me a gif that's gonna get me canceled no no no. hold on don't get me you're gonna love this you're gonna love this i'm gonna tag it uh let's see here is it something I can put on the screen? Because that's the more I'm worried about. Oh, yeah. It's like like nothing is... Japanese porn censored, pixelated, everything. Yeah, nothing like that. Great. I don't need Let to be pull up, first. Uh, and they're... they're uh, I mean, they're... There's something. The internet broke. Don't break internet. Yeah, that's fine. My computer nah, does that sometimes now. That's um, concerning. You should probably get that looked at. Nah, come on. It's okay. fine. Fair. Fair point. Fair point. Let's see here. If this is, I mean, the, the, even through all of this, to segue into what we were saying before, this still sounds less chaotic than the last, like, month of WWE land. Like, just, so, just a little WWE bit. WWE, as I um, share these wacky... Wacky gifts? Wacky gifts. We are... I haven't even seen all the matches yet. Apparently there's, like, a big hardcore match with ladders and shit involved and light tubes, maybe. For Japanese women's promotion, that would be yeah. cool. This is all on the same show. I'm looking at one right. I'm looking at a at a clip right now where there's like 20 cinder blocks on a woman's stomach. What the fuck is going on in Stardom? This <laughs> is board with a bunch of forks sticking out of it. Are there Legos? Because Legos, as I've learned, are the most devastating things. There better be Legos. In fact, there's a big inf- You know what? I gotta okay. So I get everything. In WWE land, uh, the mogul that is Vince McMahon. Chat, and then you can. Yeah, I'll put it up there. So there's that one. So Vince McMahon retired, which is it's a like I don't have a whole lot because I learned about this last night and I was still like processing whether or not it was real. But uh, man, actually, you know, what? I was streaming yesterday and it broke, and people were like, "Dude, Vince McMahon retired." I'm like, "No, he didn't. No, he didn't." And then like three people came and were like, "Vince," I'm like, "Nope, he's still he's definitely still there." But uh, the reactions online seem to be a the opposite, and Vince is Vince is gone. I can only imagine he's having a nice moral retirement that has nothing to do with the thousand. I want to say thousands. That's not right, but like many many sexual misconduct uh, things against him. Is this gonna? How do I mute this? I don't want it to play like audio on me. All right. So here's one moment. From the bikini match. <laughs> oh, good. All right, let me see if I can get this out. So, yeah, that was pretty much what's been going on. This media could not be played. There it is. Okay, I found it. I'm trying to get it to, like... This media cannot be... What the I fuck mean, you can just click on it and go to Twitter. That would yeah, work, too. That, you know what? That's a way smarter idea. Thank you. <laughs> it's just... I, listen, I don't Discord very well. I'm not good at this. This is... TV. I'm on it. We're doing real-time producing, okay? I'm an adult. Uh, I'm not getting canceled. It's not muting. What? Oh, look, well, she's patriotic for America. That's nice, I guess. Of course. And she gets kicked in the fucking head. 
Jesus Christ, Stardom, what is going on over there? What is that? So uh, look, uh, they got almost a thousand people to the show. I mean, if it works, it works. What else is going on here? Let me see this one too. I I was hoping that this show would kind of bomb. To be honest, why? I thought you were like the big Stardom guy. Yeah, but this show was like bad. Oh well, all right. <laughs> from from what I could tell, let me get this seven second. Oh, okay. Well, if you just she just looked mildly uncomfortable. Or she's oh, I thought she was stuck in a water wingy thing. Wrestling is real, guys. Okay, uh, <laughs> so yeah, wrestling is real. But yeah, so Vince McMahon gone, uh, which I personally am happy about because that company needs a whole turnaround. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but now Stephanie's in charge. She invented women. We wouldn't even have started. She's worse. She's I've heard she's worse. I've heard she's pretty popular backstage. Uh, doesn't matter if she doesn't know how to make content. Well, if she doesn't know how to make content. I can't help her there. But yeah, because Bruce Pritchard is now involved, and he's like terrible. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, but he's the yes man to Vince. I've heard so. Like, yeah. So you know, lots of phone calls will be done. Yeah, I'm sure it's still going to be a chain of things. It all broke last night. I'm still like processing it. I'm hoping for a magic turnaround one day so I can I can actually watch. Well, they're framing it as in he's you know he's old, he's retired. It's time. While we all know that the Wall Street Journal articles came out, and then the more information comes out, uh, look, he's a sexual predator. He's a piece of shit. He's he's hid murder investigations. He's covered yes. up, uh, you know, steroid the the steroid distribution. <laughs> like yes. this has been going on for forty years. Of this just horrible human being, absolutely. So, and Stephanie comes out on SmackDown last night, going, "Thank you, Vince. Thank you." Yeah, that. I mean, that's some PR bullshit. And hello, Chase. Is, you walk in at the right time. Chase is a big a uh, anti Vince boy, as we yeah. all as we all should be. As so, we all should be. I mean, he's yeah. he's horrible. Uh, he's essentially ruined like what made pro wrestling popular yeah. and I mean, declined popularity ever, ever since I would say it's like a full circle, like made it popular and then it's come around to make it. No, he trash. made it nationalized for one company, but like in a way it made it popular, popular in the territories. Right. Okay, and then he got rid of the territories because he went national. No one could keep up with them. Mm-hmm. So now it's this just conglomerate and monopoly essentially of the industry. You just had to be born rich. That's the only thing you had to do. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Didn't think about that one. And actually, since we're so out of order and Chase says uh, he's now a fan of you, why don't you actually introduce yourself? We've gotten so... Oh, JD, bowling. We're all over the... have podcasts, you know, wrestling, uh, anime, video games. We'd play video games, Kevin. We, we I did play video games. for many years. You I did. Part of it. I know. Life is chaotic. And honestly, I just... Everywhere. Just on an episode like a month ago. It was a month ago already? Yeah. Time's a flat circle, so that without getting into your thing, I'm doing another like pro jiu-jitsu match, I guess. Oh, they pay you. Does that consider me a pro? Um, and just this whole month has been like getting ready for that. Time is a flat circle now. Sure, yeah. I don't know what else yeah. is going on, but how is the podcast? Multiple, by the way. So. Well, I mean, it's one cast, but three branches run together. Yeah, a brand split, if you will. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm calling it a brand split. The brand split, yeah. But I mean, it's it's all different hosts, uh, yes. all over the world. It's kind of fun. Different GMs, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm on all of them, but <laughs> well, you are. I was gonna call you the Vince McMahon of your podcast. Don't you know. dare! You are the Tony Khan. I do, not, I do not. I do not touch women inappropriately. Thank you. Without consent. With that, the right, yeah, that part. <laughs> 
that yeah, part's very important. Uh, I have played many games, but what games have you guys been playing lately? We'll start with you, because I got like a fucking shotgun approach here. Well, uh, the episode that we just did, we did over gizmos and gadgets and um, Half-Life. Oh, wait, Half-Life, um, where is that? My PS2 games are far. I played the PS2 version of that. How did you like it? Uh, we actually just stuck with the PC because it was all about we, we play it properly. With... Yeah, well, play it that way. We come up with a theme and then we just p- kind of pick two games at this mm-hmm. point that's related to the theme. As we've gone on and on and on, we figured we can still do like the same amount of time and just dedicate more time to a couple games rather than quickly go through like five or ten. Mm-hmm. But uh, the next episode was my pick. I'm picking. I guess I'll just reveal it here. Is uh, I picked Castlevania: Lament of Innocence, which was and that? Hitman Contracts. I've I've done Contracts. Contracts is good. Um, Contracts is dark. Holy shit! It is. So when I I wanted to play Contracts, I started streaming it on PS2, and I, I have an HDMI adapter for my PS2 because mm-hmm. playing it through like this little pass-through box, I was like, wow, I can't see anything in this game. So I tried streaming with the HDMI adapter dark as fuck now it's dark but smoother it got so bad that somebody clep was so nice enough to to gift the hd versions of those games to play on the series s and holy shit i don't know how we played ps2 back in the day uh, I a just, lot of games are dark but yeah you could turn turn up the um, brightness on your television or in the game if that's an yes. option i forgot to share my tv screen with you but i do have lament of innocence uh gameplay up for everybody the e3 2003 trailer so there's that i so this is the sister game to curse of darkness correct and the theme is is it better oh is it better than curse of Darkness? this looks like right. a, wait is that oh fuck i wish you could see my screen now but i have to redo the whole layout we've done we've done curse of darkness an episode you were on yes it's i'm fast and then Hitman Contracts is a better than Silent Assassin. Okay, I'm going to share my screen with you because I want people to see what, or you to see what I'm seeing, and I want to get the names right. You can see the screen, right? Yeah. Is that Okada? I'm into it. Is that Okada? <laughs> sure looks like him, doesn't it? It does look like him. So I've gotten this, there, i got the screen for everybody. So uh, Curse of Darkness was like, I don't want to say it was like a 3D symphony of the night but it definitely had that map layout set up going on and i liked it so i've never tried this one but it looks very similar it plays a lot smoother is my first impression okay Uh, there is a whip mechanic to it that's wacky what do you because curse of darkness had like swords and stuff yeah so so this has the whip again and there's a platforming mechanic with the whip you got to use. Oh, that actually sounds cool. It sounds cool, but it, it's not executed like perfectly. Mm-hmm. So you end up missing a lot of these like key jumps and whatnot. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. that, that sucks. Do you, do you do you have a preview rating for it or no? No, I got. I still got to play more. Okay. I got another week uh, to continue doing it. I've been I've been actually way more into Hitman contracts. Yeah, I I do love the Hitman games. Um. Very good. I would give them like an A grade if I was me. Sure, yeah. They're they're all made super well, and they just keep getting better in time, and they just yeah. know the formula. 
of how to make those Hitman games. I've done the reboot recently of the the first reboot. They're, it's so weird to play them now because I was like, they're on Game Pass. Let me do a download Hitman Three, and then you get the maps and like. But they have all three on there. But then if you open it, it opens to Hitman Three. It's a very weird setup, by the way. Um, right. But they're I all. I haven't played really Hitman good. Three yet. I'm, I'm. I just beat the Hitman, the newest Hitman Two, mm-hmm. uh, a few weeks ago. It's on but, my list. Um, yeah. Besides that, I've been uh, I've been mostly playing all these. So Square and has you remember Octopath Traveler? Very fun. I do. Uh, I almost beat the whole game. Almost. I I got through Primrose's story and I didn't give a shit about anybody else's. Uh, I just all, like that game was so that is close. The best story. It, it is the best story, and it, that game would have been good if a, all those eight people had any reason to be together, other than you're going that way. All right, cool. Like, I, yeah, I, going that way. Yeah, I feel like the stories really needed some work. Um, I mean, that was that was our biggest criticism of Octopath Travelers. We wish there was more interconnection with the stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like a couple quips that they throw in there, but the um, anyways. Yeah. So Square's making a lot of games like out of that engine. Love it. There's just like Triangle Strategy that came out. I've been playing that mm-hmm. halfway through that game. Uh, that's a new one from this year. Uh, the story's finally picked up, and I'm like halfway through. The gameplay mechanic for a strategy game, it's it's a lot like Shining Force, yeah. really. I, I, yeah, I need to get it eventually. Yeah, I mean, I, at this point, I'd probably wait till it goes down in, in price a little bit. Well, I'm supposed to be getting it sent to me, but Aaron's been slacking, so. Uh, triangle strategy, right? Yes. Yeah. Eventually. It's, yeah, the the gameplay is more about trying to flank and get behind your enemies mm-hmm. uh, on that little map. Um, each character has, you know, their special abilities that you can manipulate along a map. Uh, I think my biggest critique right now of that aspect is I kind of wish that the maps were more made so you can utilize certain characters on these maps. Let me see. If I, I hate the name of that game, by the way, too. Triangle Strategy. Ugh. Trying to see if I could, I'm bringing it up so I could see what you're looking at. Because I've heard it's very um, Final Fantasy Tactics-ish. But... I would compare it closer to Shining Force. And it's very dialogue heavy. But everything's voice acted, so you can just like hit play and then sit back. Okay, I'm fine with, with dialogue as long as it's going somewhere. Oh yeah, like it's, a, it's definitely a moving dialogue to the story. Everything has a purpose. Uh, there's three... It's triangle strategy because it's three kingdoms trying to strategize their position in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more than like the actual tactics of the game. But uh, the whole premise is there's a uh, there's a whole kingdom that owns like salt, and they say that's the biggest um, like mineral you can uh, and resource you can own. And Which they're a very religious oriented uh, like dictatorship kind of situation. Okay. Then you have a farmland country, and then you have a mining country, essentially. And the mining one is, like, the biggest warmongering one. And it's been, like, X amount of years of peace. A mine, like, opened up kind of in between all of the nations, essentially. So they all are have this, like, joint effort. And it kind of hints right away that there's a fuck ton of salt in there. <laughs> and then there's a Game of Thrones aspect to it all. And okay. you're a... Um... Yeah, this, so this is a bridge. this is a bridge scene we're looking at here where you have to go open the gate, get to the other side, eliminate eliminate the enemies on the other side that pop up. And uh you have to be you have to be quick enough so 
enemies that are that will come from behind you on that screen will not kill you. Yeah. I, I really love the look of this HG2D stuff, man. This is Yeah, so I'm really into the style really that Square's put out with this engine. And there's another game that came out yesterday. Uh, I need uh, this one too. Yep. Called mm. Live Alive. It's like yeah. a remake of something from 94 that was never tri- translated. It was a Super Famicom RPG. Uh, right. I remember seeing it all the time at the game store I used to work at. And it looks real good, but I, I, for some reason, I always think it's an anime, and it's not, apparently. So, it's, um, like, I knew, like, next to nothing about this Famicom game. Yes. And, uh, so, okay. So, what we're looking at here. (laughs) There's a giant lady. It was somebody's review. Live Alive is, is, it's a conglomeration of all these different characters, so there's, like, seven of them, and they (laughs) all have, they're, they're all from, like, different time period slash cultures yes okay so one's from like china this one we're looking at here is from japan and he wants to be the best fighter in the world and it's it's a playoff of all these like rpg tropes uh-huh. different games uh of the, of that era so i picked the guy i picked the first story i went into mm-hmm. i i picked the guy who wants to be the best fighter and it's literally there's like seven characters you have to go through like and it's set up and presented just like street fighter oh so and it's a whole gameplay shift yeah they're all gameplay shifts oh that's actually kind of it, it looks like it still uses the same um i want that guy tactic to it all what i want this little shit that guy with the hat the little white snowball who's he <laughs> Uh, I think he's an old man that you can choose. Like these all, all the, I don't know how all these characters will come together at one point because they're all mm-hmm. from different time periods and whatnot. But oh, uh, the point is, I chose like that Street Fighter Brute in Story One, where you face like Sagat and all them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one character named Max Morgan. He's straight up Hulk Hogan. That, I hope he's in this, this review. Whatever's going on. There's a Super Saiyan. Okay. I mean, it's just making fun of Dragon Ball. It's making fun of. There's a lot of. There's like a whole Chrono Cross ripoff section. This I mean, is... it's all. It's all in here. It's. It's just super wacky, and it's got that Square Engine from the two and a half 3D type presentation to it all. Like uh, fully voice acted. It looks phenomenal. The the concept of depth with all the art is done really well. I love this uh, look. Yeah. There's a um, there's another game that I've been keeping my eye on that has this like look to it, but I don't think it's made by Square. Uh, it's called like Fire Girl or something. Oh. I don't know if you've seen that. I've not. Well, well, I'll get it up while you while you finish your thought. Hold on. But yeah, I just I I, I thought I was only gonna play like the first thirty minutes or so. I ended up playing like just over an hour. I completed that whole section right away because mm-hmm. just so I was so engrossed with it, especially when the first character I came across was. I was like, this looks a lot like Hulk Hogan. He's from America. He's the top entertainer of his time, but time has passed. Oh, and he won't let I it click go. on him, he just goes, we're going to have ourselves a fight, brother. And I was like, oh, my God. Yep, they're going to do that. <laughs> they, didn't even, they didn't even hide it. No. Uh, Chaz is... And then his signature moves... It's an uh, arm drop, please. Like, it's literally in a wrestling ring, and his signature moves was the Max Bomber. Of course. Okay, good. I hope he does. I was hoping he did like an arm chop or something, like just chops on the throat, yeah. like like kind of like the worm. But yeah, no. And, and then his other signature was a German suplex, and I'm like, ah, I never saw Hulk Hogan do a German suplex, but I whatever. Think, I don't think he could. Uh, Chess yeah. says Octopath 
left a bad taste in his mouth. I would like to know why, because I want to know if it's the same thing as uh, I feel. Yeah, uh, I thought I thought the actual like fighting, it was great. Phoenix and engine, well, like that was the whole reason why. I play it. This actually looks pretty rad. Yeah. So the Fire, Fire Girl Hack and Splash Rescue DX. Um, it kind of reminds me of uh, that Saturn firefighting game. Oh, uh, Burning Rangers or something. I've not yeah. played that. Um, but I saw this randomly as we were doing our gauntlet rundown, and this just looks interesting enough to me that where it's it's obviously not as good as the Square 2D HD, but listen, I might, it, look, I might... it looks like Burning Rangers, like so yeah. hard. <laughs> well, I'm gonna have to try it. Uh, Chase said, "I bet New Japan Hogan did a German suplex. I don't know. Never watched. No, any he did New the Japan. Axe Bomber though. What is an Axe Bomber? It's a lariat. Oh well, clothesline." He did actually have to try back then. So, there's that. So, that's everything you've been playing? Um, I did finally get my limited run games uh, order, where I, I ordered uh, Cotton 100% and Cotton Saturn Tribute. I finally got those in, been waiting, <laughs> what, like nine months? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never ordered my own thing from Limited. I have one limited run game. Uh, that my friend got me, but he said, like, yeah, I ordered this, like, eight months ago. I'm like, how does this take so long? Like, I just, I don't know. I mean, I guess it, I don't know anything about distributing games, so what do I know? Yeah, but... something something about distribution. And yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, those just came in the mail yesterday, so I was on my way home, bought Live Alive, mm-hmm. and I saw in the mail, I was like, oh, <laughs> I guess this, is poor, this is poorly timed. <laughs> got, there's not enough time to play every game, which is, right. uh, so I got the podcast games, Hitman Contracts, Live Alive, Triangle Strategy, all those. Uh, I was playing Horizon Forbidden West for a while, but I kind of got burned out from PS5-ness. Yeah, I'm I'm waiting to get a PS5 to play that. Uh, I just don't want to, I don't want to ruin my experience, you know? Well, it, my issue was, so I was, I was trying to play my, I have all these PS5 games just accumulated. Mm-hmm. Um, like Gran Turismo 7, I played like 10 hours, I was kind of done with that pretty quickly right uh driving game it's fine but the in-game economy is super broken so i'm just going at their pace instead of my own and blah 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 right. uh gran turismo 7 great made game but not the game itself was frustrating we went over this like a lot prior. Mm-hmm. uh so then i played first game i played was ratchet and clank rift apart love that then i switched to um Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yep. Which was actually really good. I really enjoyed that. It goes on forever, though, I heard. Yes, it's like an 80-hour game. Yeah, it can't be doing that. Yeah, I I, I played that. It's just, I swear it had, like, five endings. <laughs> I think, I don't know how many it had, but I remember for, like, three months, my buddy was like, I'm right at the end of the game. I was like, I don't think you, I don't think you are. You know? Yeah, there's, there's straight up, like, five endings to this game, <laughs> realistically. Yeah. So then I played Kenna Bridge of Spirits, which was a, like a nice little platformer game. It has like Pixar type art yep. to it all. Uh, definitely like not made by a AAA studio, but mm-hmm. I enjoyed it nonetheless. But it was like an eight hour game. Which that was fun. done with it like on a Saturday. <laughs> yeah, that's, Essentially. Yeah, that's a good that's a good Saturday though. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I got to play another game. So I threw in Forbidden West because I loved Horizon Zero Dawn so much. Mm-hmm. I played like ten hours of it. the The problem isn't the game. The problem is I just played Assassin's Creed for eight hour, eighty yeah, hours. That the game, gameplay is very similar. 
both those games got so dicked by like many things like uh horizon zero dawn and forbidden west like Elden Ring came out, and what was the other one? Breath of the Wild came out. It's just like, I feel like every time those games come out, people are like burned out on other things. And they don't want, like, I feel like that game really got overshadowed by Elden Ring. Yeah, I mean, a little bit. Uh, right now, I'm, I haven't played Elden Ring yet. I have it. I got it the same day I got my PS5. Because mm-hmm. my PS5 had the Horizon and Gran Turismo 7 bundle. Right. Because that was the only option. Well, for but, scalpers. Uh, scalpers. That was also the day Elden Ring came out. I'm like, all right, I'll get Elden Ring. <laughs> you, yeah, I mean, you might as well, I guess. Yeah, I was like, I might as well. If you're <laughs> it, like, five months later, I still don't have it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I got um. There was one game I was holding out on. It's actually one of the things I've been playing. Uh, I was waiting for Tales of Arise to either go on sale for Xbox Series S or PS5 and like hold it. But Amazon had it for 20 bucks, so I finally jumped on that. And uh, I'll get there when I get there, though. So, it's a good. Yeah, if that's everything you've been hitting. Mm, yeah, yeah. I really like Forbidden West, though. It's it's such a top-notch game. I'll get there eventually. Yeah, yeah. occasionally there's, like, a glitch or something that, that occurs. Uh, it's crashed once on me. Once? One. Cyberpunk it is. Got it. It's a Cyberpunk clone. Knew it. Nah, it, cra- it crashed once. Look, there was more bugs in Assassin's Creed Valhalla, if I'm being honest. I'm, I'm not even shocked. I feel like most Ubisoft games are like that when they come out now. Well, I mean, there's just so much shit going on in them. But yeah, um, They could tone it down. I think Horizon Forbidden West, the biggest thing I had to kind of fiddle with were like the graphic and frame rate output. Mm-hmm. Because it's clearly made for a PS5 and like a fucking, uh, a fucking 4K television kind of deal and high frame rate and all that. And I just have a 1080p TV <laughs> at this point, yeah. so I had to put it. I had to put it down to run like optimally mm-hmm. with like uh, I think it's like I think it's at set at 30 frames per second, or or I have it fixed at 60. It's one of the two. Yeah. So that well, so that actually is what my issue with Tales of Arise is. There's these all little, like not even like graphic glitches, but like so there's this little character Hoodle, who's the best character in any game ever. He's a baby little owl, and I love him. But every time you go into a new area, he pops over your shoulder and he starts you know making owl noises. And what that's supposed to indicate is that there's another owl in the area, and you get like little accessories for your character. Okay. It does it every time you go into a new area, and it seems to be like only a last gen problem. And it just it won't they they're not gonna uh, fix it. It's just like dumb little things. So whenever there's like a cross gen ver- version of a game, I've learned to like I'm just I'm not gonna I'm just gonna wait. This one I mean twenty dollar sale and it was never going on sale, so I finally did it. But <laughs> uh, no, it, uh, that is a great game. Uh, Tales of Arise is real good. All the characters are super likable, except this one prince who turned... He was, like, corrupted, but then he's like, oh, I'm going to be your friend. But the whole time I was streaming, I was just like, can I just fucking stab you? I hate you. Like, I don't like these characters. His weapon is a blunt pole, which somehow kills people. Like, they had this whole traumatic flashback where he hit his friend in the shoulder, and then they died. And I was like, that doesn't even make sense. Well, buddy, uh, if you remember from Dragon Ball, uh, someone had an extendo pole. And that was very deadly. But this didn't extend. He was just like, look, I'm really good at this. I'm a pole. I'm Donatello, bitch. Blunt stick. (laughs) 
it was dumb, but whatever. I hate other than that one character. Uh, every character in the game is really cool. Uh, I have. I'm gonna see if I can find it without getting myself canceled. I so the the accessories I found. Oh, that's not it. In that game, like you, they stay media studio, <laughs> not media studio. They go on your character even through all the cutscenes. Uh, where is Alfin? I gotta find it. Alfin, Alfin, Alfin. I'm never gonna find it now. Damn it! Whatever. But Alfin has these dumb little glasses you can get that make him have like angry anime eyes, and I have them in every cutscene, no matter how serious things are going. Oh, that's funny. And the whole game just dumb. I've made Shion uh, uh, an absolute ethot because why not? And every character just has dumb. One character has like boy band sunglasses on. I'm like this is a very serious game with serious things going on, guys. Please be serious. It's very good. Uh, I don't know if you're a Tales of guy, but if you're not, you should be. Uh, there's a couple games I like out of the Tales series. My mm-hmm. my biggest problem with the Tales series is they're usually made very poorly. Well, like below, like a below budget kind of game. I, I don't ever felt to do that. it on purpose, and it's very, very trope heavy. They are trope heavy. I'll give you that. But I, I've always yeah, felt like their quality yeah, was very, good. It, it, like I tried. So what was the last one I tried? I think it was Basaria. I did. I don't have that one. I have uh, Zisteria first. Zisteria is one of the good ones, I believe. Yeah, Basaria was like a prequel to that or something. It came out after. Nah, I better. I better stop talking because I might not know as much as I think. Get I and cancel. That's it. <laughs> I don't. Know. I I think they're fine. I just like the fact that like you can actually partake in the battles, which is like a big. I don't. Know. I don't hate turn-based games, but I feel like I'm actually like. Oh, there's a move this enemy's doing. I can just sidestep out of the way real quick. Mm. As opposed to just standing there and being like, oh no, a giant meteor is coming at my face. Better just stand here and wait for that. Like, Well, I definitely got the RPG bug lately because I, I a, a few months ago, a couple months ago, mm-hmm. last month, in the past. In one, the, of the, past. one of those days, yes. I bought, uh, I saw I saw online this, this uh, website called uh, Bitmap Books. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with this? I are they the guys that do like the NES books? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know them. Yeah, uh, or at least one of many people. But mm-hmm. um, they did an RPG book, like a full history of JRPG type book, and it also includes like Western RPGs, and it distinguishes between between them. And. It's a it's just a, a massive, massive books or a, a massive book. And it's just this. Yeah, that's the one. A guide to Japanese role playing games. Yeah, that's exactly the one. And oh, okay. <laughs> that picture does not give it justice. It is thick. It is huge. These so I mean, content in it. These look very high quality. So this is the one you're talking about. Guide to Japanese role playing games. Yeah. Wow. It is. A, it is just a massive like manual and. Look at that combination of just all these RPGs and like how they came to be. And like, there's information in there that y- I-, I didn't know about uh, so that seems kind of obvious when you start thinking about it. Remakes. Wow. This actually looks yeah. cool. Yeah. it's a, And then it just has all these games and lists about the games. It's got little artwork in the book as well. Uh, Talks about Falcon Dragon Slayer. Okay. Yeah, it's got like everything you can imagine in it. So 
Yay. Live Alive. Now I'm going to go open it. Mm -hmm. I want to see what it says about Live Alive. Dragon Quest. Just getting a whole Dragon Quest section for me is, is pretty good. Yeah, it has a whole Dragon Quest, a whole Final Fantasy. I think it has a whole Tales of series part of it in Shimigami. there. Shimigami Tensai. Yeah. Deal. Oh, this is cool. Uh, yeah, it's, it's so well done. I'm so happy with it. It's like the ultimate coffee table book. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's even got Mario. Read. It's got Mario and Luigi in there. That's actually yeah. pretty cool. I wouldn't even think they'd consider it, but like, I guess why not, right? Yeah, I mean, it goes it goes all the way up to modern times. Mega Man X Command Mission is an RPG. Apparently, yeah. I didn't know that. I got I have Mega Man X on my uh, on my next to play list. I, I got to revisit that series. So and then they got yeah. I, I bought this book and it, it just gives you all this information over like what makes an RPG, what goes into it, uh, what went into all these games, how was it reviewed at the time, kind of deal. I thought the most interesting little. Uh, fact that uh, was was thrown in there was um, the issue with translating games mm -hmm. from like Japan to English yes because the game's script like actual like program script in the game because of how Japanese letters are uh, like sized because they're all the same size and the same width kind of situation right. Okay. So you only have, say, eight characters in the script that you're programming. So the main issue of trying to translate it to another language, like German or English, mm -hmm. stick to English for this purpose, is English letters aren't all the same size. You have right. uppercase and lowercase. And, uh, and that's why you see in a lot of these old translated games, like the, the, the letters are all awkwardly size to look the same and it looks mm -hmm. like this weird ass font yeah and sometimes they're awkwardly spaced between letters or or words have an extra space in it it's because they have to match the the script oh, program okay i see because it, it's it's not as simple as oh just translate it and then it throws in new language no it's it's an actual program into the game you'd have to literally reprogram the entire script in the game just for dialogue boxes i didn't even consider that well i guess i yeah guess you knew. so it goes into like this is why you see a lot of uh not like mistranslations but like missing a word in a sentence because they kind of they have to essentially change the entire dialogue of a game to match the minimum spaces that they have that, that always bothered me i don't know this, this is kind of the same realm but i tweeted the other while ago i have this game called chrono trigger your character's name is Chrono, but his name is missing the H. It yeah, that's part me. of that issue. Yeah. Okay, so I now, well, now I know why it does that. Yeah, the, it's missing the H because it couldn't fit. It always bothered me, though. I was like, hello, cat. Hello. Yeah, it's <laughs> just right in the camera. I see that you're playing Stray. Very good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, oh, yeah, Tales of Arise. If um, you like JRPGs, I mean, they're, it's a good one. I, if, did you play Symphonia? Yes. Okay, that's the best one. So I guess I have it on GameCube. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, okay. There's some other things I've done a play of. Have you ever heard of Flea? No. Well, that's because it's an NES homebrew, and you oh. probably wouldn't have heard of it. So there's a. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There. So there's a. Oh, how do I even look it up? There's a service I love called Anstream. I've talked about it before on the podcast yep. with you, and I can't find it anyway. Great. <laughs> Fucking Bing. God damn it. 
Uh, so using Bing because you get Microsoft points for every search you do. But when I get really, you do. And then I, when I get really annoyed, I just go over to Google. So fleet. Oh God, it's loud. It's an NES homebrew where you bounce constantly and you have to collect blood. And it's, it's a neat little time killer, but I, I, you know, it's not mind blowing, but for playing it for free on that ant stream service, it's pretty okay. You know? It just, you bounce all the time, collect blood as the flea does. I think that's more of a tick, if I'm being honest. But whatever, you know what? Flea exists and it's a it's a good game. So, uh, I don't know. Try it. Maybe, f- maybe flea isn't as uh, unappealing as tick. I don't know if it is or not, but there's like, the, the best way I can describe this, um, this genre of games is butt-clenching platformer. Like sure. super super meat boy, where you make boy. yeah, you make a jump. You're like, <laughs> and then just like that. But like, it starts off easy. Um, I will say, I don't know, maybe I missed something in the gameplay, but like the amount of lives you get seems to go up and down, and I don't know if it's caused by how much blood you get, and I don't know why this screen is tinted so red, but it is. Um, it, listen, it's worth checking out. I can't make an NES game. Oh, and those are daggers where if you jump into them, they die. So there's that. Tim, hello. Welcome. How is everybody? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a neat little game. So there's Flea. Played that for a bit. I actually played a lot on my phone because Anstream works on your phone. Uh, is it good? So try that out. I ranked it at C in my little tier list um, that I will keep throughout the game. Have you ever heard of Loaded, JD? No. So Loaded was a PS1 game, and I would describe it as Doom, it, Doom and Diablo having a baby. I think I recognize that green label. Yes. Start. So I've only seen it green label. So the story of this game is that you're like six like cyber prisoners. Oh, this guy's great, by the way. Uh, you're locked in prison, and literally one guy in the prison is like, bet you all I can escape from here. And everyone else is like, bet you we can. And then you just murder everyone on your way out. Because that's a this guy is obviously a cowboy skeleton pirate ninja hybrid, as is you can his tell. Name Captain Hands. Captain Hands. Be, be serious. That's this is Butch. Um, no, it's so. <laughs> yes. This is also this is the first PS1 game they put on Antstream. That's how I played it. Um, but the whole thing is like big mazes, and you just have to find your way out, grab the keys to open certain doors. Yeah, it looks like Die Hard trilogy a bit. Yeah, um, I will say the it, it could use a map. You get a map, but it's as yeah. big it's as big as this little uh, window here in your corner. Uh, you can't sound very helpful. No, it's not. Um, and like you get a red key, and you could barely tell sometimes what rooms need a red key, like the lights on the wall, or maybe the door has a red light. So I, I would just pick up a key and slam my face into every wall until a door would open, essentially. Um, so it takes a little memorization, but this game's fun. It's just, it's very meant for somebody else to be playing with you. Cause you will get overwhelmed by bullets very quickly. And, uh, being that it's a PS one game, do you think they use dual analog sticks for aiming and walking? Don't be silly. Of course they didn't. So you have to hold like L one to not, or to strafe. What if year you, did it come out? I want to say it was like 97. Was dual analog even out by then? So, I think it was, actually. Because I remember it came out with with uh, Ape Escape. Let me find out. PS1 release date. So, there's that. See, look, my Microsoft points go up, then I get five. 
what see. do you get with these Microsoft points? Xbox gift cards, Amazon gift cards. I see. Stuff. So a 1995. So actually probably not made for uh, for, for the analog six. No. But I wonder if Reloaded does the sequel, which I want to play 1996. So probably not. Probably not either. No. So uh, Antstream's whole gimmick is that the games that they release on there are obviously, it's called Antstream Arcade. Very arcade heavy. So once you kind of die and loaded, there's only 15 levels. It's kind of like go back to the beginning. Uh, it's very, very fun. I would recommend it. Uh, I'd give it a B because I, it needs a map, man. Looks solid. Looks solid enough. It is. It's fun just to pick up and play. Uh, the last thing I've been playing a lot of, and I will get gameplay of it up. Do you, are you a Forza guy? You like the ask cars? I have an X, ask me if I have an Xbox. Yeah. You're up. I know you don't. I don't even know why I bother. I should have known better. So I, I just, I don't know. I was in a racing kind of mood. I played Forza Horizon 5 before, but I have one problem with this game that I have with many games these days. And that is open it, world garbage. There's, yeah, there's no need for this to be an open fucking world. There's just no reason. Like, you're in this giant map of Mexico, and there's so many blips on this fucking screen. There's the drag races and your dirt races and your rally races, uh-huh. which is nice. I don't know which ones progress the story. I couldn't fucking tell you. And then I just feel like I'm doing the same races over yep. and over. And then I unlock a new car and then I'll be like, let me go to this part of the map. And it's like, oh, did you know you can buy a new house? I don't want to buy a house. I'm in a racing game. I don't want to walk yep. around my house. It's just like that was, it, that was my big problem with the last Forza game because I got Game Pass and I was playing yeah. it. It's, that was when I was doing the modern game pass and I was right. doing games monthly. Yeah. And then uh co-host left. And so I was like, all right, I'll just incorporate all this into the retro gaming podcast yeah, yeah. at the start. But yeah, I had a big issue with that. in the, the, uh, the, the previous Forza horizon game, it's like, it's all open world. I don't know what's going on. I don't feel like I'm like racing on any course. Right. And I don't, I've never played the normal Forza motorsport games yet. And I don't know if that's just more straight racing, but like I don't need all this extra fluff. So like I've gotten to this point now where like I'll play this game if I want to like pick up a race and just do you know fiddle around for a second. But I just don't give a shit about anything but the racing. Just let me race. And then I accidentally did a story mission the other day. I don't even know how long you've been playing this game. I think it did like the second story mission in the game. It's just there in, there's no indicators of like what where the next story mission is probably i don't know i can't there's so many blips on the map it's not like the ubisoft problem i hope they can they show the map in this maybe i can just look doesn't look like it does no let me see if i can get the forza map but like it's Uh, i've seen i've seen the forza map but uh it's just too much i'm gonna get it for real reason vince mcmahon retired wow he raped women that's why yeah that is why I was watching. I was. I was watching a cultaholic video before. Uh, what are we? What are we doing here? Why is this? Why are? Ugh, it's so. It's, it's so disgusting. Here's like just a. This is a very small part of the map, and it's just. It's so much, man. I don't, yeah, I don't even see. I don't even see where it's marking your next mission. Yeah, I. It's yeah. So there's that. I love Forza Horizon Five as a game, but I do not like all the fluff in it. Sounds like a similar issue that I have with. Gran Turismo Seven, yeah. I just I, Seven also has a broken in-game economy. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you make your game around microtransactions. Uh, by the way, did you hear what BMW is doing? 
What are they doing? We live in a society. You can now get your uh, your brand new BMW with all the fixing and features that you want in it. They all come in every car now, or they will. But if you want to, let's say, I don't know, use the heated seats, it's 18 bucks a month. What? They're BMW. Yeah, we. I think we've talked about this. BMW heated seats. Let's do this. Yeah, so now they're microtransactioning everything. It's not in the U.S. yet. A heated seat subscription. Yeah. We live in microtransactions. 18 bucks a month for heated seats if you want if you want them on. You can cancel any time, though. Calm down, you know? So, oh, and then you can have $415 for unlimited access. So, there's that. And the fucking hardware is in your car. Yeah. Well, we live, we live in a society, you know? As the Joker would say. I think. I don't even remember where he said that in the movie. The hardware's in your car that you paid for. Yeah. America. Well, not America yet, but it's happening. Let's be real. Uh, so that's fun. That is. So I won't terrifying. be buying. I won't be buying a BMW. Uh, we do have some short little news stories this week because I looked up stuff and there wasn't like a whole lot that interested me because we really only talk about the news we care about on the show. Uh, because I'm not kind of funny, and I'm going to start with the one that Blackpink and PUBG. Yes, that I got to talk about. But I I will talk about the one thing that saddens me the most. That the servers for Killzone are going offline. I'm actually kind of upset about this. But nobody's playing them. Online yeah, anymore. I saw the Riggs one was shutting down. I'm kind, I'm kind of bummed out about that. I, I've never played Riggs, but, you know, I, I do have a, a Killzone tattoo because I'm a weirdo. And Riggs I, was a, a fun VR game. Man, I must have played that for 20 hours or something. What, I assume, is it like a truck? Racing simulator? Or no, no, it's a, it's a sports VR where you are in a mech. That sounds cool. I can be into that. I guess I'm not gonna play it now because it's going offline. So <laughs> that that does suck. I love Killzone Shadowfall. I know it was like a tech demo game for the PS4, but it's really, really. I I thought it was fun. I like well, Killzone I mean... a lot. I wouldn't say it's a tech demo for VR. I mean, it was fully functional. No, just for PS4, not for not for VR. Oh, wait, Shadow, Shadow, was there a separate VR? Oh, you're Killzone? talking Killzone. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I never played Riggs, but Killzone needs more love, and I really hope they revisit it one day as a whole series. Uh, very underrated series. Maybe they will when um, after this next Horizon one. Or, meh, they'll probably want to make a third one. Dump Aloy into Planet Helkin. Fuck it. Why not? I'll be into it. I mean, the the, the Hellgas, even though they are, sure, they're space Nazis or whatever, like, they're just fucking intimidating looking. Allegedly. Allegedly. Are we the baddies? Like, (laughs) are we the baddies? (laughs) Kills on Shadowfall gameplay. I just want to. Moriarty might be the first male baddie. Maybe he is. That would be I hope they call him a baddie so bad. That would be really (laughs) funny, honestly. Uh, but like this game looks even still like really good yeah, for a PS4 good. game, and I nobody was like even when I went to go play it for stream like nobody was online for it. However, they do have Bot Zone. If you're gonna make a shooter, put a Bot Zone in your game so I can play it. Unless you're Halo Infinite and you have to be online, whatever. I mean, point you can play the story again. I could and I will. Uh, actually, I do want to visit uh, the revisit Killzone Two or Three again. 
um, because they're just good. Two's fun. I still li- I still really like two. Yeah. Uh, three got two love big three. weapon cinematic love it thing for me. Love it. That's me thing. So, rest in peace to Killzone, Shadowfall, Mercenary, and Rigs. Um, we love you, and uh, we'll pour one out. Get another Hellgas tattoo, maybe. Probably won't. Uh, speaking of games shutting down and being canceled, we also had uh, Ubisoft cancel four games. And what games they were? Was it Splinter Cell? Of course it was. Uh, a Splinter Cell VR game has been canceled. How do you feel about that? It's fine. Don't care. You don't care about Splinter Cell at all? I mean, I, li- I, I like Splinter Cell. I don't need a VR game. That's fair. They are. I, I guess we're getting a remake of the original, too. I didn't know that. Yeah, the thing like I I really like VR. I do, but it's tough to even as a fan to kind of fully get behind it when the companies struggling are clearly struggling to make these games. Mm-hmm. That's fair, I guess. A lot of my VR games are very simplistic, mm-hmm. and the only way it's going to get popular is if these companies that these uh, these um, game making companies have the ability to well make their games in VR, and it's just too it just takes too much resources uh, to go into that. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of a chicken and an egg scenario too. Where like yeah, so, my, it's definitely a bummer. My my issue with VR is that like down here, like I got a little L death set up, so like playing VR down here is not really viable. Um, so it's like, well, I, you I don't desk then. <laughs> Oh, I guess I should get a U desk. Yeah. But, well, then I can bump it on every side. This is a gift. It's just like you're not. Nobody's gonna make a big VR game till VR has an adoption rate. But nobody's gonna get VR until there's a big game. You know, it's like what what does first? And I've always said the more steps between me and the controller, or however you interact with the game, like that's a little more hindrance for me to play it. So like, gotta get the helmet on. Then I gotta make sure the area is clear. Like for even for like when I saw PSVR, I was like, oh, there's another box I gotta put on my PS4, and then there's these cables. For some people, it's not too bad. For me, I'm just like, this seems like a lot right now. So, I don't know. I well, I I, I want to see where it goes. It would have been nice to see a Splinter Cell VR game, but uh, yeah, it goes- would have been nice. But clearly, it was too much for Ubisoft. Yeah, it's understandable. Uh, Ghost Recon Frontline. Which is going to be a battle royale game? Good, get rid of that. Cancel that shit. Is it just a battle royale hate or just Ghost Recon hate? As oh gosh. Yes. So, okay, good. <laughs> I uh, listen. I'm still a, a BR guy. I'm just really bad at Fortnite this season. <laughs> uh, and two unannounced games have been canceled. So fucking, I guess. Sure. Why not? Uh, sure. I mean, yeah. We'd never know. <laughs> uh, so there's that. But some for some reason, Skull and Bones is coming out. Okay. God, I I just they canceled the game. Trying to come out for like four years. <laughs> did you did you did you see the release date? Is it twenty twenty four? It's one day before God of War Ragnarok. Oh, good. You just sent it out to die. Like, what did it sell, guys? Can't believe it. It's like when Garfield Cart uh, Death Stranding thought like it could be. You know, like fucking wild. You just compare Garfield against Death Stranding. Uh, they came out in the same day. I don't know what I don't know what Kojima was thinking. Like he had a fucking chance, dude. Like, you know, Garfield Cart's cool. Okay, it, it is a it is definitely a game 
that exists. That's for sure. There was a we did a, like a meme stream. It was like eight We're of us playing. We're gonna get Death too. Hope you know that. Did you, oh, this is a side tangent. Uh, so the podcast I've been listening to this week. They were talking about random indie games they play on Steam. Did you know there's a genre now of games? Like, you know how people call things like Souls-likes? Sure. Now there's Strand-likes. Which are games where, like, you, like, leave, like, little messages and, like, your game affects other people's games. And then they were like, wait, but weren't Souls games kind of like the first Strand-like game? So, like, which came first? And it's been this whole fucking gimmick they've been doing all month. I'm like... Please shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear. And they're just like stroking Kojima's like ego. I don't know. This is an ego apparently. Like, oh, fuck. I hate, I hate that we. Now there's going to be like, it's like Dark Souls, but now there's going to be. Now you there's. Remember like, when Stranding. Death Stranding came out and the whole concept was it's the first genre of its, its first game in a genre of its own? I still. Strand games. I still don't even know what that game is. I've seen it be played. I've, I've looked up. I don't know what the fuck is going on in that game. I really liked it. I'm it's happy just, for it. It's just, it's just a two-hour cutscene ending is absurd. I can't do that. That's all I want. I, like, I want to play Metal Gear 4. Break. I was like, all right, pause. All right. I've been on this beach for an hour. <laughs> Can I get it's off so the beach, cool. please? <laughs> like, just, could you even just make a fucking movie? Like, <laughs> like I, I, it's the ending of Death Stranding. But, like, that's why I don't want to play Metal Gear Solid 4. Because, like, I don't, like, what is there, like, a 20-minute cutscene? Like, I don't fucking have time for that. I want to play shit. Like, I might just look up Metal Gear 4 and be like, I don't want to deal with this. Yeah, watch a Let's Play. I, I don't even... I think I'll just read a synopsis, honestly. And then, you know what? Uh, watch a Let's Play. Let's Plays are fun. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Oh, uh, short little thing. Uh, Calabunga Collection finally got a release date. We're excited about that. Did, did you play Shredder's Revenge? No. You're missing out. You really I'm, should. I'm sure I am. Did, I can did, get it on the Switch, I think, just on its, yeah. on the store. It's yeah, yeah, you can. It's super worth it. I've played it two times now. Um, I am not a Ninja Turtles like nostalgia guy. I don't know if the physical copy came out of that or no? Yeah, no, it's out. The um, physical version? I, I think it's limited run though. So be be check. Uh, we could look that up in a second, actually. Um, but I am excited to play this. I'm most excited to play Hyperstone Heist because I've never done that. Have you? Yeah, I got a repro card for my Genesis. Yeah. I, I, uh, or is that the Super Nintendo one? No, Hyperstone's the Genesis one. Okay, all right. So that I really want to play because I've only dabbled in that one. And this also comes with the Game Boy ones, which I'm excited for. And then the NES one, if you hate yourself. Uh, well, the other two NES ones are okay. My God. That's so good. August 30th. I'm very excited for this. No Stadia release. What a bummer, though, you know? Yeah, well, what can't we have everything. No, we can't. Let me see. Shredder's Revenge Physical. I bet the Ouya release was uh, canceled as well. Dude, don't even get me started, man. Shout out to the Ouya. Oh, uh, Shredder's Revenge is out. 35. Okay, so it's it seems like you can get it anywhere. GameStop. Uh, by, oh, Dot .emu does it. So, yeah, no, you can probably find this really easily. If you get it, no matter what you get it on, uh, we can cross-play. So, Ooh. there's that. Um... It's fun. I, I don't know who, anything about Casey Jones, by the way. So you can get Casey Jones if you beat the story mode once. Again, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know dick about Ninja Turtles beyond the games. So I'm excited for the Cowbunga Collection. How do you feel? Well, I was never a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan. Oh, up. Well, that's not a good start, Ben. No, it's not. <laughs> well, shit. 
I guess I saw like a few episodes. So fair. But I uh, did have the NES game that rages and never beat it. The other two were well. The second game is like a C tier game. No, I had the first one. The first first one with nice. the underwater and the mines and the. Ooh. Yeah, I played that on the Wii. Lots of child console. rage going on there. Let me tell you. Yeah, <laughs> that probably what's made us all cynical adults as we got older. You know. Uh, also, yeah, it was uh, it was all those long sessions of bladed, blades of steel that I couldn't win. <laughs> yes. So, uh, short little story here. I'm gonna full screen it because the what's happening page is scaring me. Uh, we have maybe Far Cry coming to Game Pass. I'm excited. I don't know. Does anyone care about Far Cry? Just me. Far Cry 6 didn't sell well, from what I can tell. I don't understand why, because, like, Giancarlo Esposito, for me, is a good enough reason. I like that guy. Like, the game just wasn't that good. I mean, I just saw it in GameStop yesterday for, like, $15 or something. So, my uh, my problem with Far Cry is I played 3, and 3 had a great villain in that game. Voss was awesome. And then they killed him about three three quarters of the way through the game. Okay, so, sure, yeah. There's that. Bold move. Right, and his sister, great villain too. Uh, then four happened, and four was just like, like four. Four is Far Cry three again. I am a Game Pass mark. Thank you, Dane. Uh, and then Primal came out. Or no, what was it five first? I think it was Primal. Primal. Nobody was really asking for that, but you know what? You experimented. You tried it. Move on. Five yeah, came. I didn't care for that one. I think five's problem was that it was a little too uh, current eventy. Well, it was like current eventy for that time, and I feel like by the time the game actually came out, that whole thing was kind of over with. I just think the game was not that good, not that good either. Yeah. They, they've definitely reached this loop of it's a Ubisoft same game. ideas that they don't know how to tweak. It's a Ubisoft game. I think it's a company wide problem because Ubisoft is having a weird time. But like as a whole for the series, I like Far Cry. I I, I have five, and actually five's on Game Pass now, so I'm gonna try them. Um, I mean, we played the very first Far Cry on the podcast not too long I'm ago. I'm so fucking sorry. <laughs> no, that was good. We liked it. What did you play it on? What did I play it on? I think I played it on PC. I got Far Cry Classic because it was on Game Pass. And I, it has become a meme now where like something is so like unoffensively boring. I'm like, wow, this is the Far Cry classic of, like, fighting games or something. I was just like, this game... Oh, you're so harsh. Come on. It was also kind of buggy. I don't know if that was, like, the 360 release, but, like, I loaded in a cutscene where people's faces weren't there, yeah, and then... Got any bugs like so, that. Yeah, so then it, I played the mission, and then for the next mission, I played that same opening cutscene, but from a bird's-eye view, and then I was in a different area. I was like, oh, boy, this is... Very strange. Yeah, uh, the biggest thing about the very first Far Cry was the enemy draw distance. Yep. So if you shoot once, they they were shooting back at you in the same position. But I mean, that was an issue of games back then in general, where the AI had to be triggered in yes. order to see you, kind of situation. Uh, I I want to see if we can get the good one though. Where is the best Far Cry game of all time? Ah, yes, Vengeance for the Wii. Have you played this one? Excuse me. Have you never heard of Far Cry Vengeance? I mean, is it as good as Conduit? No. <laughs> Far Cry Vengeance is so bad, and its whole gimmick... This looks counter-strikey. Oh, that's, that's giving it too much credit. Imagine, what you know what? What does Far Cry need? Like when a rail? No, it's not. It's just the character awkwardly moving like that? Yeah. 
Uh, you know what? Far Cry needed to be inspired by one of the greatest games of all time, uh, Sonic Unleashed. So you randomly just turn into fucking animals also. What? Yeah. Far Cry, Far Cry Vengeance is a game. It is. I, I think it's. This offends me somehow. It's pretty. I think it's pretty known to be one of the worst Wii games um, all, of all time. Like, I remember this came out. And I was like, oh, I could probably play this. And then uh, I never ended up buying it. I thought I saw a YouTube video of comparing Vengeance to Far Cry 6. That would that, that was an incorrect. My eyes played tricks on me. That would be quite a video. Be like, well, that would be a funny video. Yeah. So in Vengeance, you uh, turn into a werewolf, but in Far Cry Six, uh, the game actually looked like somebody cared about it. I want to like. It, you gotta, you gotta. No, if you're gonna make a video like that, you gotta, you gotta play it off like Vengeance is actually better. <laughs> so Far Cry Vengeance actually is superior. Troll. Super superior. God, the Wii. You know what the I mean, thing this is? Looks, this looks not bad. This part right here. Yeah, th- this part looks okay i mean why snipe you look down the barrel you idiot i mean it's no conduit let's be real um have you ever ever ended up playing conduit 2 do i have did i get conduit 2 i'm not conduit Conduit 2 is kind of disappointing i don't want to ruin your day but like it ends on a cliffhanger too and a really cool cliffhanger and you're just like oh there's never gonna be a conduit 3 is there all right hold on if you can i ruin the ending of conduit 2 for you (laughs) Dude, are you asking to ruin a conduit game for me? <laughs> the ending is so fucking bizarre. You're just like, I hope there's a third one. And then I realized what year I was playing it. I was like, oh, there's never going to be a third one, is there? God. I mean, that's like PsyOps. I never, I I got to go back to PsyOps. Man. I, I want to play it, but it's just, it's so fucking dark, man. Like, I can't. Turn it up. <laughs> I did, and I like I don't know, the whole PS2 Xbox generation. You were bad at it. <laughs> oh, okay, I didn't, I didn't I consider. That. Do I yeah, have? I went on a tangent. Uh, let's see. I do not have Conduit Two. I have the Conduit. But it's the only one you need to play. I wish it, the servers were still up. Um, That's too bad. So I was all into. Uh, I don't worry about Con- it. Conduit's a hilarious game. It's, it's, really it's such a game. such. So PS5 defect. What yeah, we so I just heard about this. Apparently, uh, on the PlayStation 5, you have one, so I was wondering, actually, this is a great thing for you. Okay. There is a big old defect in the PS5, and I say big old, meaning I did not heard of this until recently. Um, I want to see if I get the actual sentence, but essentially it's a defect that causes the system to shut down during gameplay, just randomly. Um, some say it has to do with heat. So I wonder if it's like a gameplay or um, a defect or like a safety thing. But apparently that it just shuts down out of nowhere. And they've said they fix it with software updates and they just still haven't. So have you experienced this at all? No, I have not. See, that's the thing. How could it be? I've just heard about this thing coming up and nobody has ever. um, Nobody's really brought it up, at least uh, like people I actually know. Uh, it does say the plausibility of the lawsuit okay, is questionable. And players also reported the adaptive triggers breaking easily and problems with the console's rest mode. I mean, I hate rest mode in, in systems overall because they just end up fucking things up. So uh, Adapt uh, crashing during gameplay hours is a severe accusation. So when I when I do rest mode on, let's, let's start with the, the Xbox Series S. If I was playing anything that has an internet connection, which is most Game Pass stuff, because it, like, you know, pings to see if yeah. you have Game Pass, 
You put it in rest mode, and sometimes the game just gets so fucking mad at you. It's like, I'm locking up right now. Fuck you. Then I have to quit the game anyway. Restart. Yeah, you have to quit and restart it. So, like, just, just, okay, so, like, I don't I don't want it. And, like, to do, the, this is one thing I do hate about the Xbox, even holding the, the button and saying turn off console, that's not turn off. To fully shut it down, you have to go into settings and hit fully shut down console, which, uh, um, which is annoying. But well, I just I just have a habit of fully shutting down anyways. I think my PS5 is in rest mode right now, though. Um, yeah. But I just have a habit of fully shutting down because I just never know when like the power might go out. Yeah. So <laughs> and it'll fuck it up. I had a whole thing with my PS4 the other day. I was going to go stream Tales of Arise, and uh, my stream was delayed because. At some point, I it was in rest mode, and I shut the power off. And if you've ever had a PS4, you know that it's a fucking crybaby when you shut it off in rest mode. It's like, meh, I'm gonna free, I gotta rebuild the, the database. Fuck you. It takes like 10 minutes. And so the problem with streaming Sony consoles, I don't know about the 5, I should be fair. But the PS4 has the HDCP thing, right? Yes. So when... You go it, into settings, you unclick it, and then you're good. Right, but... It's all run through my Elgato now, and because when it decided to shut off and have a pissy fit, it turned it that setting back on, and I wasn't okay. getting any picture of my TV. So now I had to reorganize my cables to get the Elgato out of the chain, then plug it back in, then turn off the copy protection, then I had to reset on my cable again to put it back through the Elgato. It's so fucking annoying. Uh, the one I experienced the most pain with if, if i wanted to stream anything was the ps3 because you literally have to change the cable out and go well, back to a, like a default setting mode that's yeah. that was the annoying part well so i i bought the the, the hcp uh not uh splitters uh, not illegal um which strips the copyright protection allegedly in minecraft and okay that, that works well but they're also made of straight china quality and i've broken three of these things somehow oh my god and I don't know why or how, but, like, the HDMI ports just come loose. So, like, it's gotten to the point where I'm a big PS3 guy, but I'm... I, I, if it's gotten to the point now where it's come out on PS3, I'll, I'll highly consider looking for an Xbox copy of a game. Like, it's just, it's so annoying to deal with the copy protection shit, especially on PS3. Because if, if this little splitter breaks again... I'm not getting another one. This is my third one. I'm, I'm, I'm just fucking over it. Like, So, there's that. Anyway, so that's the rest mode thing. We got off this. But I've never heard of this um, this hardware defect till recently. So, if anyone has a PS5 and they want to tell me about it, please do. It's news to me. Yeah. I, I always wonder how these uh, action lawsuits get brought up. I feel like they're just, like, law firms who are like, we can make money real quick. You know? It seems that way. So, uh, and I got last topic, eh? Last, eh, it's quick. Uh, Fall Guys are getting Godzilla outfits. Hell yeah. That's kind of cool. I love Fall You like Fall Guys? Yeah. Oh, well, let's play together. What are you doing? <laughs> I want to play this. I am. I'm going to wrestling shows. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, wrestling. We can wrestle in Fall Guys, which apparently, by the way, has, has, a, it has a game mode editor. Did you know that? Does it? I guess you can make your own games, which. Man, the Fall Guys is my new favorite Battle Royale, by the way. I played it when it came out, but I kept seeing the same games over and over. So I kind of got over it. But now they have so much more stuff. The game's great, man. Everyone should get into Fall Guys. Play with me. So, are you going to get a Godzilla costume? No. Oh, come on. Why you know? Spending money. 
whatever. What are you doing? Trying to buy a house or something, nerd? Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I'm trying to do. <laughs> well, yeah, whatever. I mean, and I just bought uh, Live Alive, so I'm gonna play that. That's fair. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> oh, that's the other thing I wanted to ask you. Have you seen Russell Quest? Are you getting that? I have seen it. I am so excited for that game. I can't wait to play. I'm it. gonna wait till uh, you know it comes out. <laughs> well, I mean, there's no other way to get it. I know. Is it like an early access thing? Well, I mean, it's like okay, I'm gonna wait till other people play it and then give me feedback. Uh, well, all right then. Well, yeah, eventually I'm gonna get that. So that's all the the new stuff. There's not a whole lot this week, guys. I mean, Ring of Honor's tonight. You know, I I I've never watched a Ring of Honor show in my life. That's not on purpose. It's just one I I didn't know how to watch it before. Um, and That's when fair. I when I started getting into wrestling, I just I didn't know I didn't know any channel. Um, so this is gonna be my first Ring of Honor show. <laughs> and if Cla- you buy the pay per view, you going like uh, baked boys on us? Am I going big boys on you? Excuse baked. me. Baked. Baked. Still don't get it. Am I gonna illegally stream it? Is that what you're asking me? Yes. Oh. <laughs> uh. I haven't decided yet. I'm probably going to watch haven't it. haven't decided. Okay. Well, I'm probably going to watch it tomorrow. Um, ah. Yeah. Tonight, I, actually, there's a board game I'm playing with Tina tonight. It's, uh, you might like it. Torrent, ty- torrent sites. Then. No, no, no. I definitely have another thing. Um, it's called watchwrestling.in that I would never use. I'm actually playing this with my wife tonight. It's a card game Metroidvania that I love playing, and I want more people to play with, but you need to be in a room. So it's called Super Hazard Quest, right? And you start off... Cool. Yeah, you start with these characters who are definitely not Mario, definitely not Samus, definitely not Link. And uh, you draw a random map card to start in. And uh, the whole goal is, like, say you're um, the Solid Snake character. His thing is, let's, I can't remember, but defend. So essentially, anytime you come across a defend thing, you can get past that for free. And, like, you want to Metroidvania your way around. You get these little cards that say, like, oh, I can dig. So if you hit this, you go to dig. Then you draw a new card to go down. And the whole goal is to find a mini boss who looks like this or another one. And you, uh-huh. get a, you get a blue crystal. If you get the blue crystal, you can then. Oh, this ki- is really cool. I'll yeah. write this down and yeah. get it myself. You kill the blue boss and then you win. But if you, let's say, go through this wall and you hit a dead end, you lose your crystal. Mm. And now you got to go back and beat the mini boss again. It's it's a whole thing. It's really fun. They had an expansion for it, which cost a whole three dollars. So you got more cards. Um, really fun. Uh, Super Hazard Quest. Everyone should play it. So that's what I'm doing instead of watching Ring of Honor tonight. Well, I'll be going to Ring of Honor live. So where where is it? I didn't even know. Lowell, Massachusetts. Oh, how far is that from you? Far? Uh, ninety minutes. Oh, that's not that bad. So yeah. it's it's north of Boston a bit. So. Super Hazard Quest is $30, and, oh, there's new, there's two new expansions, Tina. Tina. And they have little 3D models now? Aw. Okay, wait. Sold out, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I gotta, I gotta sit some with my wife. I mean, I'm gonna need some stuff. Like, Can I have $10, please? She's in charge of us, you know? Sure. She's the adult. So, guys, that's all the news this week. JD, why don't you uh, tell us where you are, where to find you. Well, I'm in I'm in the island of Rhodes, Rhode Island. Yes, uh, many roads there. Many roads, many roads that lead to other states. <laughs> Very good. Uh, yeah, Redleaf Retrocast, uh, wrestling, anime, retro gaming. Every two weeks, 
you'll get a so I have it spaced out where it's like every week you get an episode, or maybe two, depending on how uh, it lines up. Very good. What what's the anime that you're going over now? Uh, the anime is another retro one where we uh, we have that rule as well. It has to be at least 15 years old from the current date, and we just pick something to review. Eh, so we each host picks a different anime yeah for each episode. Six six six. So. Recently, we just did uh, Penguin Story, mm-hmm. uh, which is about a penguin that suffers PTSD after being in, like, essentially the Vietnam War. Sorry, what? It's, <laughs> yeah, and it's from the, uh, it's from, like, 1986. The fuck? I've never heard <laughs> Yeah. That, right. that was funny to review. Um, it's horrifying. Before, I feel bad. Before that, we did uh, the very first season of Bleach. Okay. And, uh, let's see, Bastard was one before that, too. Can't from the early '90s, you can't say that word. It's illegal. No, it's the name of that's the title of the anime. Yeah, no. And they uh, a remake of sorts came out on Netflix uh, a month ago. Is it good? Because I feel like every anime Netflix adaptation is horrible. It's getting positive reviews. I haven't seen it myself yet, so I can't speak. Fair. But if it's anything like the original, I expect it to be filled with uh, comedy, boobs, and cool action. Never mind. It sounds great. <laughs> so uh so yeah there, there's all that and that's when's the video game one come out my brain so the anime one i'm recording today right uh we're doing we're doing one called desert punk it's okay. from the early 2000s it is um one of the most misogyn misogynistic things i've ever seen sick <laughs> fucking anime is weird post-apocalyptic world in the desert main character is grabby mm-hmm. <laughs> and offensive <laughs> but so a- it's like there gets to be a level where it's so absurd that you're like all right this is cartoon <laughs> yeah type well, shit now. i'll let you watch it review it for me how's that <laughs> so that's what i'm doing and then next week is the uh recording for contracts and uh castlevania lament of innocence well everyone go pick that up on your podcast feeds of choice Red leaf retrocast yes. retrocast one word you can find me on the twitter the twitches uh i guess technically the instagram because it's just tiktok clips all my twitch nonsense you want to see me be bad at games and we do that there so jd thank you for joining me and uh we'll get out of here goodbye friends <laughs>